Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. I have to take off my shoe, and I prick myself, and the blood comes out. Ten-year-old Jonah tells NPR reporter Erica Lance, sometimes kids just stare because they don't know what it's about. It's kind of weird, people staring. Dylan, he doesn't really stare. He just talks to me, and we laugh together, and it's really fun. Jonah Pornazarian met nine-year-old Dylan Siegel in preschool. Dylan has watched his friend check his blood sugar many times. Three years ago, when the boys were in first grade in Los Angeles, Dylan's mother, Deborah Siegel, had to tell him that Jonah has a one in a million liver disease. She explained that there was no cure, that doctors were trying to save his life, but they needed money for their research. Dylan said he wanted to help. I said, great, I love that. Deborah remembers, do you want to do a bake sale? Do you want to do a lemonade stand? He looked at me like I was insane. What horrible ideas. Later that night, I was putting him to bed, and he said, I thought about what I want to do for Jonah. I didn't even think he would bring it up again. He said, I'm going to write a book. The next day, Dylan took out his markers and wrote a storybook he dedicated to Jonah. He titled it Chocolate Bar which is what Dylan says when he means awesome. Each illustrated page shows something chocolate bar, such as Disneyland, or swimming, or helping his friends. Dylan had a plan. He was going to sell the small paperback to raise money for research. But first, he needed parental assistance. Deborah says he marched into my office and said, Here's my book. Will you please make copies? And Dylan says, my parents were like, "Uh, okay, we'll do it later, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, please, please, please print it, print it every day. And finally, they printed it. A week later at a special event at school, Dylan sat behind a table with his freshly printed books and some chocolate bars. He sold out. He raised more than $5,000. But he was nowhere near done. The next week, Dylan spoke at a PTA meeting, and someone asked him how much money he wanted to raise. Dylan responded without hesitating, a million dollars. The gasp in the room was audible. Deborah says, I was like, what did he just say? She's laughing. I mean, he's six years old. I asked him, do you know how much a million dollars is? He's like, it's half a Bugatti. 
So a Bugatti, in case you're not sure, is one of the 10 most expensive cars in the world. Dylan was undeterred. He says, I'm like, wait, I can do anything I want. I can raise a million dollars. We can cure this disease. Six years old. Jonah has to drink cornstarch mixed with water every two hours. If his parents sleep through an alarm in the middle of the night, Jonah could die. Dylan was motivated. He took every opportunity to approach people with his book. People told friends, and their friends told friends, and their friends told more friends, he says, and both families started getting calls from the media. Two years later, the book had sold more than 26,000 copies in more than 60 countries. Dylan raised more than a million dollars. A team led by Dr. David Weinstein, Jonah's doctor, has found treatments for mice with Jonah's disease and is now planning human trials for gene therapy. I'm still in shock, says Dr. Weinstein. We are on the verge of curing this disease. That would not have been possible if a six-year-old boy hadn't stepped up. I want to tell you, says Dylan, you can make a difference in the world anytime you want. When asked what he's looking forward to, Jonah says, well, I never get to have a sleepover at someone else's house. Once I get cured, Dylan and I made plans to have a huge slumber party and just have fun, play games, watch TV. Just us two. So, chocolate bar. My money's on Dylan and Jonah's team. Do we have to be six to be undaunted by the seemingly impossible? What's stopping us from believing that we can make this kind of a difference? It all starts with love. Businessman turned Buddhist meditation teacher Philip Moffat reminds us true generosity arises out of unconditional caring and compassion. Each of us is dependent upon others for our blessings. We flourish or perish together through interwoven acts of generosity arising from the benevolence and integrity of others, many of whom we will never meet. Ruth Ann Rufus Collinson is a member of our congregation in Gloucester, Massachusetts. Every Sunday, she said from that pulpit, as I stand at the beginning of the path that leads here, looking up, I am in awe of this big house. 
its steadfast presence on earth, its tall and steady beacon to those returning home from sea. And I, too, have returned from a far-off place to the warmth of the ushers, the phenomenon of organ music, the lift of voices, the ring and sway of the bell. And I return again and again to this enormous, kindly room, its golden light, its history and ancient colors. Here I find my place and sit surrounded by sanctuary in the presence of God and all of you. Each Sunday in this place, the choir will lead us to the river, to peace and longing and harmony, the resonance of the music held deep within our souls. Every Sunday in this place, our ministers give us a reason to carry on words and images that will come back to us during the week to comfort or urge or delight or inspire again and again. Every Sunday, here with you, you, all and each of you, I break open again to love and then travel with you toward the smell of the coffee, toward talk and laughter and loving arms. I give because I am so grateful to be here with you, because being here with you feels like an intimation of heaven. And because as long as sailors are returning to the ancient harbor, as long as the human spirit is looking for a place to be. I want this house to stand. So, chocolate bar. What I want for us, gathered here at Arlington Street more than anything, is to live into the possibilities of this place, to live into what is possible for you, for us, for everyone and everything we touch with kindness and generosity, and to change the world for the better and better. Love, service, justice, peace. What kind of difference are we making in the world? Ours is a faith, and this is a place for such a time as this. People are turning to us for help, and we are turning to one another. I'm thinking about driving here on the morning after the election, meeting the staff, opening the doors to our city, and giving sanctuary to the great company of the bereaved. I'm thinking about our bells ringing for the Women's March, providing refuge from the streets, flooding into Copley Square after worship to protest the travel ban, hosting Black Lives Matters, studying Islam and countering Islamophobia, learning to peacefully intervene. I'm thinking about evening of Shakespeare, yoga for everybody and about the long silence of the chapel during Zen Center, 
our hearts beating together. I'm thinking about our voices blending and soaring in meeting, in meetings, and Sunday morning worship and beautiful music and programming that teaches kids that everyone matters and we are all connected. I'm thinking about giving away half our Sunday morning collection plate to a partner in our good work. I'm thinking about people's beautiful faces illuminated by Christus Eve candlelight. I'm thinking about any given moment on Sunday or any day. And what floods my heart is joy. What kind of difference are we making in the world? This is the day we show what we are made of. We reveal the generosity that makes this place a beacon, a sanctuary, that makes this house stand for love, service, justice, and peace. It is. We are. So, chocolate bar. Beloved spiritual companions, Dylan Siegel says we can do anything we want. We can make a difference in the world anytime we want. May we be undaunted by the seemingly impossible. This is the day we show what we are made of. We reveal the generosity that makes this place a sanctuary. I give because I am so grateful to be here with you. Because being here with you feels like an intimation of heaven. As long as the human spirit is looking for a place to be, I want this house to stand. We flourish or perish together through interwoven acts of generosity, it all starts with love. Every Sunday, here with you, I break open again to love. And when I think of you, what floods my heart is joy. It is. We are. So, chocolate bar. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.